Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good evening and welcome. You're listening to Erotic Talk Radio, where we give you the sweetest topics and erotic entertainment. I'm your host, sex coach and relationship specialist, Jade, and I am going to be accompanied by a special guest, a special co-host guest. We are going to have tonight Mrs. Tay in the building from It's Real Talk Radio. Hey, how are you? What's going on, Jade? What is going on with you? Oh man, I'm I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I can't complain. Awesome, awesome. I'm glad that you are here with me this evening. Brother James is not in the building tonight, you um you all, but we have um uh, Mr. Tay in the building. And I want you to tell everybody real quick and you're gonna tell everybody again towards the end, but I want you to tell everybody where you from, where they can find you at, what you do. Okay, so, um, you know, I have a podcast as well called It's Real Talk Radio. Um, of course, that's how um, Jay and I had met. We both, um, you know, host these podcasts. And um, basically, my show, first of all, I'm from B-more, you know, and hey. my show, yes, sir, we ain't here. We ain't here. We got um, in the building. Yes, yeah, Jay is also from 
I don't know if you claim B more. I know you from Maryland. Do you do you claim B more? I claim B more. Yes, I do. I say B more. Oh, okay. Because I know county people, you know, y'all be kind of iffy sometimes. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, you know, if you say B more, if you say Baltimore, a lot of everybody knows Baltimore. So yeah. Right. Right. Yes, sir. Um, so my my show it's Real Talk Radio. Um, we air every Tuesday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, and basically we just we talk about any and everything, like anything you can think of. If Trump do something crazy, we talking about him. If it's you know we feeling like you know talking about some dating stuff, similar to what Jay would cover, we might talk about that. Or it just really don't matter. Controversial stuff, racism. Anything you can think of, we just, just a roll of the dice. It's kind of like a roundtable discussion, like, as far as, like, our topics, they rotate, you know. And that's every Tuesday um, at 10 p.m. Eastern time um, with my co-host, Nizzy Nay. Um, yeah, yeah, check us out, man. Um, blogtalkradio.com yeah. forward slash uh, Tayrell. Or just go to itsrealtalkradio.com. Also, it's real talk radio at gmail dot com is the email if you want to you know get at me online and you know maybe be a guest or you know whatever chop it up whatever you know. Absolutely, and he talks about any and everything, so y'all can y'all can check him out. You know, we we just you know we have we be in an intimate room over here at Erotic Talk Radio, but y'all want to just. Listen to all kinds of plethora of conversation. Check him out. Um, his show is his show be banging. I mean, yeah, Jay it. got this growing. <laughs> Jay, you got the growing and sexy show, and I got the ratchet show. So if you want ratchet, <laughs> you come to our show. If you want growing and sexy, you come to Jay's show. So you get the best of both worlds. <laughs> you get the best of both worlds. I love it. I love it. So yes, tonight is going to be a special topic, because I know we are always getting it in about the sisters. We are talking about the ladies and what we can do to just boost our yumminess up and, and really have a nice um, sensual time or just anything healthy dealing with love, relationship, romance, all of the above, and whatever goes in between the sheets. This is what we are talking about. But tonight, we're going to be talking about healing his broken heart, and rebuilding his trust after a bad relationship. I thought that this was an excellent idea because here's the problem. A lot of us, we get into these relationships and we wonder why it becomes so rocky with us. Why why are we always having these issues and running into these problems? And a lot of times we do that self-check. We want to make sure because sometimes we are, as women, attracting the same kind of man, different different dudes, same kind of bullshit. And so we're trying to figure out what is it. Now, in some cases, it's not us. In some cases, it could be that he has dealt with someone in the past that makes him put that guard up. He has that shield. He's scared to trust again. There's a lot of issues that could be de- he could be dealing with. And a lot of times, men don't like to talk about these kind of things. So we are left to think, is it me? And is there something I'm doing wrong? Is there something I could be doing differently? So this is where Brother Tay comes in at, because we are going to have this juicy conversation, and we are going to get it 
from the guy himself. What is it that is going on? So this is what it is all about tonight. So you can check us out several different ways. You can call in 718-766-4008 if you have a question or comment, or you know I'm on Facebook. So for those of you who are following me on Facebook, you can inbox me. My inbox is open, and I will answer, ask your questions, and then we will answer them. Um, that way, and I'm in the chat room. So our chat room is open, blogtalkradio.com forward slash erotic talk radio, and we have our favorite, our, our one and only who hangs out with us, Audrey, right in the building. I just want to say hello to you, beautiful. It is only me and Audrey in the, in the chat room right now. So check out the chat room. You can go into blogtalkradio.com forward slash erotic talk radio if you are not a member you can go in and you can um, register. Is that how you do it, uh, Tay? I always say I, I, I try to explain it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that sounds about that, that sounds about right. Like, can't you sign free. in even like with your Facebook or Twitter, right? You can use that, right? You probably can do so, that. Um, yes, you probably can do I that. Think so. Yes. Okay. So yeah. So this is that's how you can um, actually interact with us if you want to get into the chat room and talk to. Me and Audrey. <laughs> so, yes, so this is what we're going to get into tonight. I am excited. So I guess I have, a, I have a question. So what is it that causes you, when you get into a relationship, is it that you've been in a bad relationship and it's hard to trust? Like how does this work for you when you're coming into a relationship and you have just gotten out of relationship. Are you at a pause? Do you actually find yourself hesitant to trust right away? I mean, me personally, um, nah, nah. And I've had horrible experiences, but I don't find myself, um, you know, really having um, trust issues per se. I mean, my guard is always up, and I trust anybody as far as I can throw them, even if we've been together for quite some time. Like, my thing is, like, because of life experiences, I'm just like, you know, I'm not – you're innocent till proven guilty, but there's always that possibility. But am I going to go snooping and looking for it? No, I'm going to just chill. I'm going to be me. I'm going to try to be pleasant and help create a, a, a pleasant atmosphere between us. And um, let's just rock out, and we both do our parts, and uh, we should be good. So, you know, I try not to come in with that mindset of, like, because the last person, da 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 then I don't, you know what I mean, me personally. But mm-hmm. what, I've, what I've come to find is that because of some, you know, experiences that I've had, when the whole marriage topic comes up, that's when it gets interesting because I have no interest in wanting to get married. You know what I mean? And, you know, part of that is definitely based on some experiences. And um, a lot of times when I'm, you know, meeting a new woman, we getting to know each other, we conversing, and then the marriage topic comes up, and I, I can just hear the disappointment. Like, when I say, like, I don't have no interest in that, and I've 
I've seen I've seen women kind of like you know kind of like kind of like run for the hills when they hear like what you don't want to get married and then the whole tone of the conversation like kind of changes because it's like now it's like an interrogation like but why is based on past experiences like well you shouldn't let nobody let a past experience like you know affect that and I'm like ah you know like I kind of was saying that like. Even before my past experiences, I was kind of like saying that, and then with the experience on top of it, that kind of sealed it for me. You know what I mean? So it's not so like you, I'm saying so it's like impossible. You, Go you ahead. Don't, this is this is why you won't you you're you're saying to other women, this is why I won't get, I'm I'm not getting married anymore because of your experience with your your marriage prior. Um. Well, that plays a role. That definitely plays a role. Yeah, that that plays mm-hmm. a role. But I I didn't want to get married before then, really, until you know, you know, I met someone and, and it just it happened. And I gave it a shot. Um, but I mean, even before that, I didn't want to. That was just something that kind of happened. It wasn't like I meeting somebody looking to get married. But it did happen, and uh, yeah, after that experience, like that, that just that just kind of solidified it for me that like I definitely know that I don't I don't want to, but I wouldn't say it's impossible. You know, I wouldn't say it's impossible, but I, I don't have a, I definitely don't have an interest. Like what excites me is we're going to do this, we're going to have a relationship, and regardless, married or not, we're going to rock out. And ride off into the sunset together. It doesn't matter about this piece of paper that that so the government recognizes us as a married couple. Like I don't care about that. I don't need that because one thing people uh, a lot of people don't realize is that once you get it's easy to get married. It's it's hard to get divorced, hard, especially if there's discrepancies. Yeah. Right? You feel me? And if there's discrepancies yeah. between the two, you can't agree. Oh my God, it's a headache. Like, who wants to deal with that? Like, you feel me? Yeah, it's, it's like a saying here. It's like you know, you can get married overnight, but it takes like a. It feels like it takes a lifetime to get to just separate and, and just get that divorce, you know. And then you have the yeah. what's that saying? It's cheaper if you keep her. Oh Lord. <laughs> oh no! Screw yeah. that. So nah. <laughs> you say no. But you, but but you have you have kind of proven the point that there is that experience that causes that pause, if you will. It, it causes you yeah. to say, "Yeah, I can't, I, I can't do it. I won't." But for me, and this is this is coming from a, a female perspective, I feel like what happens in that case is that the woman is being punished. For another woman's mistake, you understand what I'm saying. So if there is that woman that feels like we can do this, and you may in your heart feel like she's she she's wifey material, but what will keep you at bay from even proposing that is the fact that you had a bad experience before. Now, it, I mean, is that correct? Yeah, it, it's definitely a, uh, it is it does play a role. It it definitely plays a role. Keep in mind, I was saying right. even before I got married the first time, 
before that relationship, I didn't really have an interest in getting married because I always thought about what the headache would be. Well, now that I know what it's like to go through a divorce, it's like, oh, no, nah, I, I don't want to, like, have to deal with that. Of course, you don't want to be negative. You don't want to walk across the street saying, what if I get hit by a car? You don't want to live your life that way. And, like, I'm not saying it's impossible, but I would say the odds are, like, 20% that I would get married. So it's not impossible, but highly unlikely. And I don't think it's – I mean, if a woman wants to get married and, she, and that means that much to her, of course she has the right to, you know, be like, all right, well, that's a priority for me, and she don't, wasn't, don't want to pursue anything further if I don't have any interest in getting married. She has that right. But on the flip side, I kind of feel like it's like, well – I feel like that's like, okay, so it's like a motive, like, you know what I mean? Like, I have to, like, I feel like if you're really down for me, then married or not, like, why does that net part matter? Do you want that security blanket that if it goes wrong, you can try to milk me or something? Like, why does the married part matter? I feel like a, a woman who uh, really is just down for it's you, security. she ain't going to care. Like, all right, as long as we don't okay. get married and not, is, like, I just want to be with you. Though. It is security. Listen, I've I've seen people who have been together in the 15, 20 years. They have built stuff together. They can't, she can't get that shit or he can't get none, nothing if something, had, God forbid, happens to one of them, one or the other. It goes to the family, the siblings. It's everything that they build together. It's like it's null and void if something God forbid happens to you. I can't. I can't get shit back. I have lost all of that because all Gosh. of that financially and everything goes to the family and everything. So sometimes people will do will do that because it's like we've been together this long. We are starting to build financially together, we're starting to build like homes or whatever it is that you, you got going on that you have you have invested together. Some people look at that and say, Okay, yeah, the next thing is to get married. And then have the you know, we, we always fuck up here in Maryland. What, in the United States is this how we be we, we get married uh last. <laughs> we had a kid first. But still, yeah, we do. I'm just saying, we yeah, we, we do it ass backwards here. But but the thing about it is you have a relationship. You're in a relationship. So we just feel like it's stuff that really you are supposed to take, and a lot of people don't take it. So I've seen people do that. But, I listen, I just want to say this real quick because I see Audrey here, and she's like, I don't see nothing wrong. And, of course, you co-signed. Yeah, thanks, Audrey. She's like, I don't see nothing wrong in him not wanting to get married. Um, she also says it's no problem. A lot of women put that pressure on a man and, um, okay, put a pressure on the man, and when he gives in, the whole relationship is lies and ends up horrible. That is, I do agree that it can be, um, Audrey, but I, I, but I believe that there's beauty that comes out of it, too. Oh. It's easy to say that because like you're yet. like successfully no. married, like you're successfully married right now. You probably have a great husband. You know what I mean? So it's good, like it's easy to say that when it works out for you. But, but when you're on the other end but, of the spectrum and it doesn't work and you got to go to court, it's not so fun. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. 
here's the thing, though. It's hard work. Like you said that earlier. It's hard work. Relationship and, and I can make you laugh all day long. There's going to be something that's going to set us off because we deal with each other every day. We're looking at each other in our face every day. Marriage is hard. It is. Relationships are hard. So if you are living with each other, you have to deal with each other's habits or whatever it is that you have going on, and you have to learn to kind of mold yourself with that person. You know what I mean? Because that's what you're basically doing. She's getting to know you, your ways, your likes, your dislikes, and you are doing the same thing with her. It's, it's, it's work. It is work. And the thing is that I feel like what happens is when we get to know someone, after a while we become so comfortable that that work is not, we don't put in the work that we that is so were doing true. in the beginning to that get the so work. True. So when you're doing when you're you're doing all kinds of chasing and all kinds of stuff, courting and, and being romantic and, and all that I stuff. I like you mm-hmm. and you are right. You're beautiful and you're saying all these beautiful, yummy things to this person. But guess what? Five, ten years, I don't believe that I will be hearing half the shit that you just said to me for me to be like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna get. He can get it. You know what I mean? Like it changes. It changes. Mm-hmm. And so, but that becomes the thing. It's like. This should be a continuation throughout the relationship. So that's why it's worse because you're going to keep doing whatever it is that you did to make that person interested in you. That's what you got to do. Come on. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. So, yeah, that, that, is, that is my thing. That's, that's how I feel. Um, I want to, to know Okay, so someone says things do change easily. No, I don't think that things change easily in a relationship. I really, like I said, it's work. Um, 23 years, I'm still walking my husband to the door when he goes to work. I still walk him to the door. If I'm in the kitchen, if I'm if I'm somewhere in the same level where he's going to be entering when he comes in, I'm greeting him. I'm like, hey, I'm so happy to see you. You know, sometimes he's like, okay, you overly excited. Because I haven't seen you all day. You know, I got to. I'm, I, I'm, yeah, I'm over the top. I can be over the top, but I want you to know I'm just as happy as I was when I first started seeing you, when you first started visiting me and courting me. I am just as excited to see you now. So that is the important thing. I mean, yeah, so, no, it's, it's not, it's, it's not change. It's not about change. It's about making it work and doing what you have to do. It is a beautiful, it's beautiful if both parties are ready for marriage. Mm, but we have one brother here that's saying, nah, but I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them. So let me just ask you this. Can, do you feel like if you are dating someone and you feel like she is, she is vice material, would you allow for your experience to be the end-all, be-all, or would you consider giving it another chance? The way I stand there right now is uh, it would be like we've got a great relationship, everything is great, why do we need to get, like, what, what is it going to change? Like, what, what's, what's the benefit of us going to go and just like, all right, we're going to get married now. It's like, we got a great relationship and it's going well. We can move in without that, without 
marriage. We can be in love without marriage. We can make babies without marriage. I mean, I don't know, is it for religious purposes or what? I'm not a super religious person. You know what I mean? So that's all, already <laughs> probably going to cause it. Because you got to talk at the oh beginning. That's the God. problem. Like, a lot yeah, of couples, do. they don't do. talk enough at the beginning. You got to, what's your religion? Do you go to church every Sunday? Because I don't. But I don't knock it. As long as you're not going to make me feel bad about it, then we good. You know what I mean? So we got to get on the same page mm-hmm. about a number of things. But my thing is, like, I don't find, I don't see the real benefit of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it can be a beautiful thing if both, if that's what both parties want, but that's not what I want. So are you able, as a woman, are you able to say, you know what, even though I kind of want that, I want that for myself, but you're such a good guy and I'm so happy, you make me so happy that March or not, I don't care as long as I'm with you. See, if you can say that, maybe down the road, I might change my mind. Like, wow, she's so amazing, no pressure, no hitting agenda. You just accept me for me. Maybe down the road, I might have a, I, I might feel differently about it. You know what I mean? But I want mm-hmm. somebody that is just down for me because of me, because of who I am, not be, for political purposes. That's politics. Like marriage and all that stuff, that's politics. That does, that does not really have a real you think it's politics? I just, I yes, think it's, it's like politics. It, can't, like so, it is politics. It's definitely yeah. politics. Rather for religious purposes or, you know, for your image, you know what I mean? Because you don't want to be the only chick out the clique that ain't married. Some some women really press the issue over, like, stuff like that. It's definitely politics and marriage. Brothers, no, there are brothers out there that wants to be married. There, there are guys out there of that's course. like, yeah, I want to, you know, I'm getting old. Like, because, you know, here, let's, we're going to put this on the table because you guys do this. This, this is you. This is, this is what y'all do. You will look at your age and you will, you will reevaluate shit. You will start to look at your friends. Damn, this person got kids. This person's married or this is going on and here's my age. I'm getting older. You start to think because we think in we think early. We in our we in our twenties thinking this shit already. It's, it's in our early twenties. Like I just want to be, you know, in a set relationship, someone I can be married to. You know, my kids. You know, it's, so this is what we're thinking about already. We already got the blueprint. We we have our life mapped out. The goal is there. That's what we have. But you all will live your life, have fun, which is okay. I'm not knocking that. I'm not saying it's wrong. But that's what you do. And then later on in your age, like late 30s, 40s, I don't know, maybe in your late 40s, then you're thinking, I'm ready to settle down. Wait a second. What just happened? You know? So it's men. That you you're thinking you you think about it later on a lot later than than we do. I think that's kind of like don't get I quiet. Think <laughs> no, I think that's I think that has to do with the whole thing of like you know women having the bad children. Like I think it's something that's planted in you from like the day you're born. That like as a woman. It's something that's just a part of your genetic code that, like, you feel that way. Like, you can't even help it. I, I really do think that because if you look at, like, most species, most mammals and stuff, like, if you look at the female, the female is always, the female species is always the one 
that's more like, you know, like, you know, like motherly, more like, you know, more choosy about the partner. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you feel me? Like, I, I think that's just something that's just in you. Whereas though the male species, us, we're more like, we we trying to get our rocks off regardless. Like, let's, we just, we, we trying to get our rocks off. We're trying to see how many and we want to get, get fucked. That's it, basically. Right, but, not, but you know, as far as men, <laughs> as far as us humans, men, like, yeah, we care about stuff too. Like, we care about the the moral value and being happy and having a good woman. We definitely care about that. But the females, like, you know, y'all care more about, like, you know, the marriage. Y'all are a lot more choosy with partners. I think that um, females are a lot more um, superficial for sure, and, um, yeah, I don't think we can argue that, like, you know, I think females care mm-hmm. more about, like, what you have, like, if you're, if you're established, you know what I mean, if you if you look, like, how attractive they consider you, you know, what, like, what your finances are, I think that's just natural, like, you know, I think, would you agree with that, right, like, women care more about that stuff than men, right? Yeah, uh, we want to know how secure everything we're going to be, you know. Yes, I, I do agree. Um, but I feel like some women, they just like, you know what, we're going to we're gonna work this out, we're going to rock this out no matter what. So you have that as well. Um, once they already like you, once that... they already feel you, but if you a guy walking up to a woman trying to talk to her, if she ain't, if she don't feel like you, if she, if you don't, give her some type of wild factor, if you don't turn her on, like, right then and there, more than likely you're going to get turned down. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, guy, you could be like, oh, I've seen all that, but sure, why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's different. It's different. It's just different. Right. Yeah, it, it, it is different. It is different. Because I, I guess it's different because for, for y'all, you just you, you see beauty and you, like, I'm trying to see what's going on in between them legs. That's all I'm trying to see. <laughs> and we are like, I want to know what's, what's going to happen in the future. Like, and, and that's how yeah. our mindset yeah, is. Yeah, like, that part you know, plays a role. Is, is, is this a potential relationship kind of thing? No, you know, because not all women are really trying to give up their goodies right away. You know, you have of some course. like, okay, we're gonna have, we can have fun. But then you may have those that say, you know what, no, nah, I'm trying to, I want to see where this is going to go with us. Like, how how are we going to um That don't just be that, Jay. Come on now. But, Correct me if I'm listen. wrong. We know it's not just that. Like, y'all thinking like, well, if we have a baby together, what would that baby look like? You know what I mean? Like, if what? she feels as though, <laughs> come on, keep it real. Come on, you know. Y'all thinking about that, man. Like, come on, man. Come on. Come on. You looking at his smile. You looking at he. You looking at his build. You looking at that stuff. Like if he got a gap, you know what I mean. You thinking like, damn. I mean, my baby gonna have a gap. I think I might have to pass on that. Probably shoot this man down before he even before he can even say a sentence. As soon as he opened his mouth, she's like, nah, I'm good. Wait, no, no, you know what no, I mean? no, 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 no. That's come on now. You know what? Listen, listen, 
okay, because this is this is just me. I'm saying if that's the case, I'm not looking at the gap because I can always send his ass to the dentist and my kid. It don't have nothing to do with you better. Stop. <laughs> so you're saying women are don't care more about that stuff than no, men. I don't. I don't think that all. I don't think. Listen, I don't see some some nice looking women be with some men, and I'd be like, why? Probably like, got just, money. I probably do. paying their bills. Have, you I know, probably. You, he, there's a benefit from it somewhere. They, <laughs> they're benefiting from it. They're not just doing it and not getting treated like queens and not being pampered and not attracted to them too. And she's fine too. Come on now. Well, I'm not saying it never happens, but you know that's both, rare. Because you have listen, listen. I've I've heard when I've asked, I've asked because I've been curious. Like yo. You know you can date a nice looking guy. Like how'd you end up with him? And uh, like yeah, he it's good in bed. It's good in bed. But how'd you get that a chance? Like what happened? What was the conversation? Like I have I have gone through that. I've had that conversation with people before and be like, well what's the, what was the conversation though? Because I'm just looking like how'd you end up with you know? But. Is it is something that he said? Is something that he's done? Is some kind of gesture that has been? I don't know that you're not looking at the look. You know what I'm saying? You you're not because it's like he's take he's he's just being good to me. You know what I'm saying? So it does not become that list that we we've talked about. We've talked about that list on the show. Um, Audrey, I know that you um, Queen Goddess. I know you know what I'm talking about. But women, we have this list that we will we'll sit here and we will mentally be like, this is the guy that would be perfect for me. Like I would, I would like a, a guy that's taller than me or this complexion or that. We, we have all of these different things that we run through in our mind. However, sometimes the shit is deviated when find a man who's talking to you and he's talking to you, nothing to you or he's saying all the right things and you're like, you know what, it might be some potential there, you know, let me see, I don't know. And then all of a sudden but you're the, not looking at the look. So, so I got a quick question. In that I'm, scenario I'm like, that you just explained, like, what is this woman? <laughs> what is, what, what is, if you put her, if you put 10 guys together and you say, all right, judge her for, on a scale from one to ten. What would her average rating be? What do you mean? What do you mean? Okay, so like, is she a seven? Is she a is she an eight? Is she a nine? Is she a dime piece? Like, what is she? Because that part seems to play a role in the psyche. She bad? Like, she like a Beyonce type? She like, what is she? Like, she looks. She looks. She is. I mean, she that, I, like that part I plays a role. A how does that play yeah, ain't no dimes, ain't no dimes thinking like that. Ain't no dimes, ain't no dimes thinking like that. Unless she's rich or something. Well, why they not thinking like? But you know what? <laughs> this, this is here. Here we go. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's back it up then, okay? Because you have some women who are just high maintenance. They, you have true gold diggers that's just just out there just for like if if he don't have it like this or this not the kind of job he at. Or he's not on these figures. His pocket ain't this deep. I, no, I don't want him. I don't, that's not. Mm-mm. If he lives in this kind of neighborhood, or he's not in a house by this age, that then yes, you're dealing with that kind of. That's you're dealing with that kind of broad. See, just I'm just saying, like yeah, okay. So wh- wh- who would you classify her as being? Because 
is she considered a dime piece if she's high maintenance? Is she considered a dime piece if she's just like good looking, but she has her head on her shoulders where she's like, what, what qualifies for that ranking that you're giving, that you're asking me about? The ranking, the one, the one through ten, the dime piece, the. I mean, my thing is like I've noticed this, you know, I, I, like I, I, of course, you know, we people come in all different shapes, sizes, personalities, all that good stuff. But the one thing Absolutely. I notice is the one. I mean, let's be realistic. We can all realistically recognize when someone has that glow, correct? Whether it's a male or a female, you know when someone has the glow. You know when someone got that factor. Ladies, I know y'all know when a guy got that factor, you know it's like, yeah, he can probably get any woman he wants, and vice versa. You know what I mean? As far as a woman, when a woman has that factor, when she turns his, when when construction workers are about to cut their arm off with the jackhammer because they're looking so hard, you know what I mean? When she's got that type of factor, it's a different vibe. Now, I'm not saying every woman that's a very attractive woman is stuck up with snobby. I met some woman that looked very good that, like, you know, he had some great conversations with. But when it comes to, like, trying to holler, trying to get at I don't think I ever met one that was like, yeah, you about to get at them, and you ain't, like, you know, just tall, light-skinned type of, you ain't pretty Ricky or something like that. Like, if you ain't, you know what I mean? If you ain't considered yeah, the male yeah. version of what she is, and you sitting, you think you going, you think you about to sit there and holler at her? Good luck. <laughs> and that's just been, I've, that's just been, you know, my, you know, okay. observation of it in thirty plus years of living. So that's says, why I say that. I've had. I, she says that she has friends that do that. She says the man gotta be light skin, good hair. They know. They know their baby's going to be light-skinned with good hair. Okay. <clears throat> I don't understand that. I, I do hear what you're saying, and I know that there are some women that's like that. Me, personally, I don't want to – if there's a man that's in the mirror longer than me doing his hair, I don't – no, no, I can't I can't get with it. I, I cannot be with somebody that ha- that can use my products. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm brave. Let me get some of your moves. No, <laughs> no, but yeah, um, <clears throat> I get what you're saying, um, Queen Goddess. I I see there are women out there that is like that. Um, that he has to, and that's why they're not in good relationships because that's the kind of list that they're looking off of is appearance because that's what we're talking about right now. Is the appearance? It you know it has to be. Women care more about that than men. I think that's something that's like one of the biggest debates you could have, as far as like, basically like the battle with the sexist type conversations. I feel like because a lot of women feel vice versa. A lot of women say no, men are always judging and looking at your butt and stuff. It's like yeah, but our standards are low compared to yours. Like you ain't you don't have to be amazing. <laughs> like you so. ain't gotta be Rihanna. For us to be interested, mm-hmm. you have the same. You have the same. There are there are things that you have. You have the same list kind of going on. It's just it's just different, y'all. She got to have a big ass, or she got to have this. It's got it's, no. She's gotta it's be nice. Skinny, it's a bonus gotta, if you have that. 
it doesn't matter. You don't have to have it. But like for some, us, like we don't I'm necessarily saying, care. <clears throat> some men have that on their list. It's like she had. This is what she has to be like. She has to be this kind of girl, always rocking this kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like they want. I don't that, know what guys are thinking. I, I know what guys are thinking like that, but. Kinda, that's not an average of guys mm-hmm. the way of thinking. I've that's, seen brother, I've seen them. That's seen like a the jock. The, that's like a jock or something. Like the guy that get all the girls and all. You know what I mean? Like a super jock or something. He everybody knows he's going to the NBA. Like he's just a star in the making. Like oh, that's not an average of guys way of thinking at all. To be honest, coming from a guy. I'm trying to get Audrey. Um, repeat what you're saying in the chat room because I'm trying to. I want to. I want to say how you're saying it, and um, I don't know oh, if you're saying that so men, are like more, men are more, more so like almost than men. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we could debate this from now until infinity because yeah, yeah, that's something yeah. I will never but, agree to. Like, you, it's I, no I way like, possible. It's not possible. It's not possible at all yeah, that, more, I, 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 that I women that. That men care more that. about that. There's no way. <laughs> I do believe that. There's no way, Jay. Come I, on. I agree with her. I agree with her. We can test listen, this out. When somebody we can, says, we can test when it somebody out. Say, listen, when someone says to me, you know, you look good, you're, you're a good-looking woman or whatever, I really don't take them serious. I'm going to tell you why. Because I'm not that sister that's up on that high-ass pedestal that's rocking that blonde hair or streaks or whatever, long hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just an everyday pull my hair back in a ponytail kind of girl. I'm, I, you know, rocking my little jeans or jean shorts and, and my T-shirt. I'm cool. That's me. I'm comfortable. I love to be comfortable. But some of y'all like them women that be wearing them big-ass earrings. Got, like I said, got to have the big ass, the hips, and all that stuff. And she's carrying some kind of big name brand bag. And I, I don't carry a bag. I got a wife. I don't know. No guys I yes. care about that stuff. Yes. And and but no no there are and she and it's always like name brand shoes or something you know I'll be rocking some New Balance or something my tennis shoes I'm comfortable I'm good that's me I'm just an average girl so when I see these women these kind of women I'm like yeah I, I, yeah she she outdoes me any day and that's the kind of girl that I see a lot of the the guys like or when we were on your show the other night. And we talked about, and I was joking about the being behind the sunglasses, and I'm like, I know y'all be behind your sunglasses, and your head is not moving because your girl is next to you, but your eyes is moving because we know what kind of female you look at. So we just turn and look at you like, nigga, I see you. I'm not stupid. Yeah, she look good. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Come on. The guy has sunglasses on. Ain't no same in my game. I will give you the death stare. <laughs> I don't care. I, you know what? When I was younger, I used to be like, oh, she caught me. Let me turn away. I'm a grown man. Yes, I'm not gay. I'm 100% straight alpha male, alpha dog. Forget that. I'm going to look. And if you see me looking at your butt, I'm going to look right at you like, yeah, I'm looking at your butt because I'm a guy. You are an attractive woman, and this is natural. You're not going to. You're not going to shame me for that. You know how they say slut shaming? Make oh a shame, too, for, like, doing what's natural. Like, no, I'm going to look. You look good. You should feel flattered. Don't try to make me feel bad for looking. I'm look- Yes, I'm looking. Oh, my gosh. Audrey, <laughs> what did you say in here? We're here, girl. I I see you. 
no offense, but when he was talking about the dimes and when he mentioned Beyonce, the sound of his voice was very high. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Like your voice went up there. You was like, yeah, Beyonce. Exactly. But look, listen, here, here, here's, the, here's the perfect scenario. That look who you mentioned out of everyone that you could have mentioned as an example. She's always the go-to Beyonce. person when you're talking about a dime. No, that's the go-to that. person. Look at somebody like right. So then when you see somebody like me, the guy's like, "Oh, you look really good. You, Jay, you, you really look attractive." Well, I'm looking like, nigga, you, you like Beyonce. I'm not. That's not me. I'm not on that level. You're like, you know. So yes. But you know, um, they're so you. different from you. For you. <laughs> I mean, think about it, like, because you're, like, not single. You're not available. So even the way you look at everything is different. You know what I mean? Like, if you were single and you were on the market, your mindset would kind of probably be different. If you're available, you know what I mean? Like, you're not available. It changes, like, kind of, it kind of changes perspective, you know? Still. I mean, my opinion. Example. Yeah. It's an example, damn it. It's an example. <laughs> <laughs> reason the man found he could not trust the woman from the previous relationship. It it finds him in fear and thus untrusting and of women in the future. Plus, I don't think this is a male uh, specific thing, but it's okay. Um, so, yes. He says one wields a shield to protect themselves, in this case, from whatever causes the lack of trust in the previous relationship. So he does feel like, um, Walter does feel like um, that a, a relationship and experience can cause you to not trust, can cause you to feel like it with you. You, you know, you are saying, hey, no, hell no, I'm not getting married again. You know, the experience is, was kind of rough for me, and so based off of that experience, we rocking the relationship out, and that's how we going to do it. If we together 20, 30 years in a relationship, we're going to be together 20, 30 years in a relationship. Let me just say this, okay? And I am back on this marriage thing. And I have met a couple who have been married for, I'm sorry, let me, let me, they just got married after being together for 30-some years. Now, when I heard that kind of mess, I said, listen, no. I, I I don't I don't know I don't understand it, but I would have been like no I can't you you can't have me waiting that long. I feel like after a certain point there should be something where you say you know what we're gonna go ahead and do this. But you feel like if it's good like this, why break it? If it's not broke, don't fix it. That's how you feel, right? Correct. Crazy. On that note, we're getting ready to take a small break and then we're going to come right back. So stay with us. Let me see. I'm going to play something really sexy for y'all. All right. Here you go.
you can do with with your partner. Anyway, okay, you're listening to Erotic Talk Radio where we give you the sweetest topics in erotic entertainment. And tonight we are being entertained by our guest co-host, Tay from It's The Real Talk Radio. And we are talking about healing his broken heart and building his trust after a bad relationship. Can it work? Can you do it? Do you think that you can? I want you to call in if you feel like you want to talk. I do appreciate those of you who are online with us and checking us out on your computers, your smartphones, or whatever you're doing, and in the switchboard. Thank you so much for those of you who are listening in. You can call in at 718-766-4008 and hit option one if you have a question or a comment, or you can check us out in our chat room, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Erotic Talk Radio. Um, 
Yes, the name of the song, I'm sorry, Audrey, yeah, you are right. The name of that song is FKA Twigs. It's from FKA Twigs, Poppy Pacify. Yes. So I am. I have a question for um, Brother Tay. So a lot of brothers go into a relationship with someone and they feel like a lot of their complex that they're, they're having in these relationships it's from the sisters. They feel like, you know, um, black women are tough. They are hard to deal with. So let me ask you, would this change your perception to decide to go outside of your race when it comes to um, trying to get into a new relationship or rebuild your trust and, and, um, healing yourself from your experience of having a bad relationship? Um, oh, wow, I was sitting there talking. I didn't realize I was still muted. I'm so sorry. So y'all didn't know, y'all didn't y'all heard a pause. His mic was on mute. So uh, I'm sorry. My apologies. Yeah. Human error. Let me bring that back okay. real quick. I mean, um, <laughs> like, I, I've always been a person, like, I ain't, I, I've never been a person that was like, it gotta be a black woman anyway, but, you know, and I was going to do a topic on this on my show, you know, I ain't gonna lie, like, I love my, my, my black sisters, my African queens, love them to death, but black women treated me like garbage, you know what I mean, like, I ain't even gonna lie. Like, I've been treated horribly by my own queens, and I still, I've been trying to understand, like, you know, why, why do we treat each other so bad? Like, why do I get treated so bad? Like, I'm not, like, a, I'm not a, I'm not a bad guy. I don't hit on women. I'm not in the streets. Like, why would you want to treat me like a pile of hot garbage? Like, and I'm like, man, I, every woman I dated that was, like, serious dating, like, on a serious tip, pretty much was a black woman. It was, like, always got treated like crap. But then I, like, I'll see like, I'll see how Chinese women interact with their husbands. I'll see how, like, you know, um, an Indian woman interacts with her husband. Like, all these other different cultures, even a white woman. It seems like our sisters, is like, they are, like, the bottom of the food chain as far as, like, how they, like, you know, treat their, like, treat, treat, treat the African kings. Like, we get treated bad. I know sisters feel the same way. Like, Y'all getting treated bad. We feel like we getting treated bad. I have no idea but because, why, but because of that, like, yeah, I'm willing to date out of my race, but it's a part of me that's going to always, like, want, as bad as I've been treated, it's a part of me that's going to always, like, want, like, a black woman, you know what I mean? Because I'm mm-hmm. black and I'm pro-black and I'm proud, and it's like I want a black woman, but I've been treated so bad it's, I feel like it's almost, like, naive of me to try to just, you know, limit myself to only the same women who treated me like garbage my whole life. You know, it's unfortunate that I can say mm-hmm. that, but that's just being real. Wow. Um, okay, so Audrey says, going outside of your race, soon realize that it, it doesn't work. A different race can and will do you if not the same for our words. 
what looks good in the street might not be good behind closed doors. Okay. I hear you, Queen Goddess. All right. So um, do you feel like this is what causes some of um, our black men to um, date outside of their race? Yes, 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 definitely. Okay. I think okay. that definitely plays a, a big role. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I, I, I feel the same way. You know, you see, you do see a lot of different things going on, and I've heard a lot of um, men say that, that they, you know, they have their bad experience, and this is what causes them to do that. But then you have some that just doesn't have a um, – they don't have any particulars. They don't have a preference. Does that make sense? You do have some people that yeah. just don't have a preference. So, um, so for those, I I just feel like it's not that they've been damaged or been in a bad relationship. It's just that they um, they just like different kinds of women. It's all it, it's all good for them. Okay. So let me just ask you, let me ask you this, um, Brother Tay. Are there ways that you feel or steps that a woman should take when dealing with a man who has had a broken heart before um, and loses trust to a woman? Hold up. Run that by. I want to make sure I fully understand your question. Run that by me again. Okay. Do you think that there? Do you think? I'm sorry, black. What do? You, how do you feel that a woman should treat the man? Is there steps that she can take after his broken heart or losing trust to a woman? What do you think that she can do? His new woman. What do you think that that he that she can do to um, build his trust up? to um, heal him? Oh, mm, that's interesting because I'm not sure it's much. Like, a person has to heal on their own. Like, it's not but so much you can do because, like, let's say if you've been cheated on or something, like, you're not going to just because the, the, the new person seems great, you're not going to forget that feeling so you're always going to have that haunting thought in the back of your mind, like, man, I don't want to feel that no more. And while it's going good, it's good, but controversy is going to come. There's going to be a time when he or she doesn't answer their phone, and you're like, I wonder what they're doing. I wonder what they're up to. Now you're having flashbacks. So a person got to kind of heal on their own. Like, you can do things to help it. There's no, like, one antidote, you know what I mean, that you can do, use to – make a person just be like, okay, I'm totally over it because you're different and we're good and it's just, that's the past. Like, let's go. Like, you know what I mean? That's why I feel, I, that's why I'm like, you know. A, would, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, but then should, should you even be in a relationship with someone if you still yeah, I mean, do not have trust? Yeah, I mean, I think it might be like a little unfair to hold that mindset against the person as long as they don't mistreat you in the process because, you know, um, people go through things and stuff be painful sometimes. And a person, they could be a great right, person, but, 
but they still like, you know, healing. But that don't mean that they, they won't make a good partner. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, if you can't accept me at my worst, then you don't deserve me at my best. I feel like it's mm-hmm. that. Like, you know, like, yeah, help lift me. Now, you want to you wanna talk about being a great woman. Okay. You see me scorn, and you want to help me, like, through, like, you know, you want to just be a good woman, not necessarily try to make me feel different than what I already feel as far as, like, snapping your fingers and it's over, but going through this process with me of healing and reviving myself, and you're still there when the smoke clears and you're still there, I appreciate you ten times over now. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. But here's the thing, though. Why would you put somebody through that, though, if you feel like you cannot trust? If I'm coming into a relationship with you and I am the trustworthy person that you have been in a relationship with someone that you don't trust, and I just happen not to pick up that phone for whatever reason. I could have been at the gym. I could have been – I could have left it in in the car and I'm at the grocery store. Anything honest could have happened, and all of a sudden you are running this – it's poisoning our relationship. So it's poisoning your current relationship, your mindset, that you have from a different relationship. Um, I remember somebody saying this to me, gosh, years ago, before I even met my husband. And, and this is, I tell you, this is the truth when I hear people saying this. I am being punished for somebody else's shit. For someone else who has hurt you and did something to you, I am being punished. This is what the other girl is feeling, woman is feeling, if you are finding yourself going through those haunting experiences and saying, okay, well, you didn't answer the phone, you know, so I don't know what you're doing. What? Wait a second. Did I do something that that proved to you that I am disloyal to you? Like, where, where, where did that come from? So that does tend to happen, and this is where we say, do I deserve this relationship at this time? Should you even be in a relationship if you are not completely healed. So this is why I ask, is it possible, are there steps that someone can take to help you heal? Now, you say no. I respectfully disagree. I mean, there are things you can do to help comfort them, but there's no, what I mean is like, there's no one thing that you can do. Like, all right, you're ready because you're not in pain right now, and you're ready to be in a loving relationship with no baggage and no grit, you know, thinking about old stuff, out with the old and with the new. Mm-hmm. You feel that way, but the other person might still be healing. And just because that person is healing, I mean, does that mean that that person is not a good person or doesn't have, like, great potential? Like, you see the good in them, but they right. still are in pain. I feel like mm-hmm. if you are a dope woman, you know what I mean. Like you, you'll 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 be there through that. You know what I mean. And you don't even pressure yeah. them. It's just like it's going to happen naturally. It's going to happen. Like time heals all wounds. You want me to just 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 immediately because you're ready. Just just now. Just just be this. You know. Just, just like forget the past, forget everything, and just away, be ready not, for you, I'm and just that. yeah, like it, like it's the process. Like you know, respect the process. You know what I mean? Let it happen. 
But that don't mean we shouldn't be. Yeah, like that don't mean we shouldn't be together because I might just have a moment here and there, but I might still, on the overall grand scale of things, be a great guy and a dope boyfriend. And it's like, do you really want to miss out on that because I'm still getting over my hurt? I mean, it depends on the level. I'm sitting here accusing you all the time. It's understandable why you want to pay. Do you feel like assurance would be, do you feel like assurance would also help you, like being reassured that we, this is us, this is a new relationship, being reminded consistently if she's telling you, um, babe, that's, that's not us. That's, that's some shit you and this other woman dealt with. This is not who we are. We are doing something new. So being reassured that you are, that your relationship is rock solid, she is not interested in seeing anybody else, with those kind of that she kind of puts on you as far as those words to try to reassure you, do you think that that will help you to, to build some kind of trust with her? I mean, uh, it can, I guess, no. but... For you personally, I just feel it's a no. Like, it's a no. I mean, it's it's just it's just more about for me. It's just more about just just letting it. You know what I mean? Just letting it letting it happen. You know what I mean? Like let me get this out. Right. Let me just go through the process. Be 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 my queen. Like be here with me. And I think that's the best like case scenario. Like cause the pressure of like. Uh, you're putting me under pressure now of trying to just hit the simulate button. You know what I mean? Just just push the button and make it all go away. And I don't have that ability. You know what I mean? I can't just, you know, let it just happen. Like, if I'm being annoyed, like, if it's annoying, like, it's there's a such thing as being over the top. And if that's the case, then I don't think it's wise to be with that person. If it's you're being over the top, if you're asking the way you've yeah, been, you if you're asking for passwords like and all that stuff. Like women, you know, right. I you don't do that. For the rocket, I don't go that. through phones. I don't go through phones. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, me neither. I don't either. I'm not even trying to, I don't. I have no interest in looking at your phone. You ain't got to look at mine. I don't got to look at yours. And if you don't want me especially look at yours, then Dan, you definitely don't need to be looking at mine either. Right, you know, we're not right, gonna, facts. We're not going to go there because it's about right. trust. So if if there is that trust, then it's like it's not no need to be be going through all of that. However, um, these are the things that need to be talked about. And then we we said this on the show the other night when it was pertaining to more so with women, but the questions are not being asked in the beginning of the relationship. So when you're in a, in a relationship with someone, that is not often talked about. What has happened in in your past relationships that you are single right now? We're we're together, you know. Is there anything that's going on that needs to be talked about? There's just those kind of questions don't be asked. They're not brought out in a relationship. They're not talked about when you're when you're just getting to know someone. And these are the kind of questions that I feel like should be asked. Do you agree or no? I definitely agree. I definitely, um, I definitely agree with that. Like, you know, like, yeah, we were just talking about that. Like, you, it's so vital, like, you know, to have those discussions. Like, when you first meet, like, why wait? Like, I don't, man, I, I, I tried that before when I was younger. It's, it's, it's disastrous. Like, 
you want to wait, what, two, three months before you even talk about sex and you want to wait and hold off on the marriage conversation. Man, we can talk about all of that, everything, sex, marriage, mm-hmm. all of that stuff within the first conversation if you want. Like, let's put it all on the table. Like, nobody got time to waste. Like, you know, I mean, if you like you 17, 18. to have those kind of conversations? What was that? Why do you think that people are afraid to have that those kind of conversations? Because, because you know that that, that I, is I, not. So, I think it's like a, how how it translates. Like I think like people don't want to look like like as a woman, right? I'm think I, I'm not a woman, so I can't say I have the answer for the woman, right? But I, I just from the outside looking in perspective, I feel like a woman would feel like if I bring up sex. I had women say this before, like. They don't want to feel like now you think you might you might think they fast you might think they're a freak because they want to have a, a a conversation about sex within the first one or two or three conversations, you know what I mean? So like you know, be, like it, it might it might make them look a certain way, give you a certain vibe. Like you don't want to give off the wrong type of vibe, you know what I mean? I think a lot of people because right. of that alone, like they like you know, and as a guy, you like man, she might think all I want is the sex. So if I bring it up, let me hold off. I, I mean, I've done it before. I'm not going to lie. I've definitely done it. Like, I definitely held off on certain things and waited three, four, five conversations down the road. And now we get to this fork in the road. And the fourth, fifth conversation is after spending hours talking, you know, now we get to this fork in the road, something that we could have got to in the first conversation if we just would have brought it up, you know. And mm-hmm. now it's I'm mm-hmm. already starting to like you know finding myself oh I kind of like her I'm looking forward to talking to her great conversation, and now we we at this place now, five conversations later and it's like okay, this doesn't look like this is going to work out and it's like okay well I just that might be like ten hours of my life now that's wasted every moment is precious because you could be here today and gone tomorrow so let's not waste each other's time right. you know like. Let's let's get to it. Mm-hmm. Let's put it all on the table. You know what I mean? And let's and let's see what it is. I don't think you shouldn't feel ashamed to talk about marriage it's and life goals question. and sex and all of that stuff in the first conversation right. if you want. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing. Because you know what you want, and the other person only gonna know if you tell them. Like your time should be right. precious enough. You know what I mean? To to not want the money to be wasted. So you got to close mouths, don't get fed. Okay. Okay. Yes, I, I agree that, that there are questions that need to be asked. There are tough questions um, that we oftentimes don't talk about. Um, people don't talk about their expectations. They don't want to talk about sex. They don't want to talk about um, financial issues that they may have or, or maybe going through, they don't want to, they don't want to get into those kind of things because, you know, this is like just so private, but if you're going to be together, then what is it that you need to, and if, and if those questions become difficult to talk about, okay, then yeah, we don't need to be, we, yeah, the same, we can't be rocking with each other because it's, it's not working. It's not, we're not in that, uh, place where we can comfortably, comfortably talk and enjoy and enjoy one another without um, 
having that fear of judgment. Because I think that that is the biggest thing is that one feels judged. They feel like they're going to be judged. Oh, my God, this person's not going to like me if they know this about me. They're not going to like me anymore. And it's just you won't give that person a chance or, or try. Religion is not talked about. I believe that that is another thing that should be a big piece of, of a conversation in the beginning. What is What is your, you know, I don't like talking about it all the time, but, hey, if there's something you need to know, you know, ask, and we oftentimes don't do that either. You to get in a relationship, and then it's like, okay, I didn't know this about this person. I didn't know that. And then you're rocking with them, but at the same time, you're trying to deal with the things that you did not, you, you find that unappealing. Does that make sense? So, um yeah, conversations is very important, and I think that as women, we need to be comfortable with having these kind of conversations and allowing it to just flow. But for men, we need you to be open to have conversations too, because some of y'all just don't like talking. Y'all just will sit there. That's so true. <laughs> and so when we're talking, so true. we feel like, okay, I think I'm talking too much. That, that you know, if I don't know, or, uh, Queen Goddess, I don't know if you feel that way. And if you do, you know, just give me thumbs up, give me a yes. Um, but sometimes I could be having a conversation, even now with my husband, I could be having a conversation, and, and he's like, I hear you, yeah, you know, and, and he's so like, there's no interaction with the face, no smile, no nothing. And I'm like, okay, I think I said too much, let me walk off now. <laughs> Because at, at some point, it's like, are you interested in what I have to say? Am I saying it to your liking, or do I need to talk about something else because you're not you're not feeling it? You know what I mean? Um, so that becomes the problem. So you have to also learn to but interact in that conversation because a lot of y'all are bad with that. You just okay. It's it, it, the tonation and everything. It, it makes me feel as a person, and I, I am not the only one. Women think this is depending on how you're talking. It's like if you just give either subtle nods or nothing at all, and you're just sitting there, then that's what it feels like. You're just present, but you're not present. Do you understand? So for those of, of you that are listening in, you can be present, meaning you can be sitting right there, but you really are not there, meaning you're not there in the conversation mentally. You're not there. You're physically sitting there, but mentally you're not there. So, yeah, we got we, we, we have to have uh, working with that, um, Brother Tag. I, I strongly agree with that. But that's, like, that's like right now I'm talking – and I'm feeling like, am I talking too much on the show? Because Brother Tay, when I say something, I pause, and I'm waiting for him to interact with me. He just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Oh, okay. I wanted to make sure I wasn't I wanted to make sure I wasn't muted. I just wanted to pick up my phone because like, this is what you're doing. My phone was acting kind of crazy. Oh, okay. No, I agree. I strongly agree with that statement. I think that uh, 
too many men have that issue. That's one issue that a lot of us men do have. And I mean, it is, it is a, it's relationship suicide. Like it really is like, like, you know, like you have to be able and willing to speak up, you know what I mean? Like verbalize yourself, Mm -hmm. like, you have to. You got to do your it. Your likes, your dislikes, and, and different things like that. Because here's here's something that you guys do as well that is, is very, and this is disheartening to a lot of women who are willing to be that end-all, be-all. Um, before I say that, Orny says, exactly, you're talking and he's not saying nothing, but there is silence. So you you go on about your business. Go get on the phone. Then he wants to talk. Yeah, that that tends to happen too. Yeah, you, when you get on the phone and you're, it's not just your kids. It's your husband does the same thing. The man does the same thing. Like all of a sudden needs you or wants your attention or whatever. But when I'm trying to give you my full attention and just be around and bounce around on you, it's like no, come on. All right, you you just it's too much. It's too. It's, it's a such thing as, as you being too, um, a woman being too um, affectionate and too touchy on, on her man. Yeah. D- depends why? on the guy. Yeah, because not everybody is super affectionate. <laughs> that's the reason why, that's the reason why it, the, the conversations at the beginning, those first few conversations, talk about that. What type so of, a, of a, a attention and affection do you require? Because it's not really about right or wrong. It's about preference. It's okay for right. a woman to want a lot of affection. It's okay for a man to not desire a lot of affection. Nobody's right or wrong. It's just a preference. And that just comes down to compatibility. Compatibility. Like, are you compatible? Mm. You know what I mean? If you're compatible, mm-hmm. the guy won't feel like it's too much. If you're compatible, the woman won't feel like it's not enough. You know, it's just about communication. Mm. Like, are we compatible? If one person requires a lot of affection and one person requires minimal, probably not very compatible. And it might not be a great idea. You might want to be friends with benefits. That's one thing. Like, I personally feel like it's like we got to stop feeling like it's so shameful to have a friend with benefits. Like, it's okay. Like, if you're not really, really, really compatible. There is nothing wrong with that. I I, I feel you. If, but see, that here's the thing with that. Let me just say this real quick because that is, I, I get what you're saying. But this is where communication, I love that we're talking about communication and how important and effective it is because you have a lot of guys who will lie just to get the ass. Hello? Yes. There's a lot of times you don't put all the cards on the table. So if you are a guy who is like, I just want to fuck, I enjoy having sex, that is all. I don't want to have a relationship. I just like to come over here every now and then. We hook up, do what we do, and then I keep it moving. Okay, well, if that's the case, you never know. If you put that on the table You never know that that girl that you're telling that to, she might be feeling the same way and say, you know what, I really don't want to be in a relationship, and I think I like that deal. I'll take it. But you may have that one woman that say, well, really, I want more. Okay, well, then let her go find more. If that's what, Don't sit there and lie and be like, well, baby, it's you and me, and we're going to do this thing, and all of a sudden you leave her hanging. 
and and may leave her hanging with the kids because sometimes when you fucking get <laughs> what happens, it's not always. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's it, it, it's not always that it's just a free have sex and it's it's good and done. Sometimes something comes out of that situation or somebody comes out of that situation, and then you're stuck with a kid, and you don't told this chick. Yeah, I want to be with you and all that stuff. And then when she tells you, hits you with that pregnancy thing, you sitting up there like, God damn, I wasn't looking for that. I wasn't expecting that. That that wasn't the plan. Because you didn't put your card on the table and tell her that I, this is all I want to deal with. I don't, I don't want a, no relationship, nothing serious, you know. And that is, yeah, y'all got to stop that shit. Come I'm on, now. Be straight. Be honest. Be honest. I'm telling you, it's a lot of women, just like open relationships or monogamous relationships, there are, there are people who do not have that conversation because they fear being judged. They're scared that they're going to be judged if they say, you know, I want to I want to rock a relationship out with you, but I like to mingle with other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so if that's the case, then be honest, be straight up. Don't, don't sit there and tell somebody something and, and then change the I've seen people who have been married and somebody is interested in somebody else or there's there's something else going on and it's like, okay, so do we have do we have an open relationship? There's more that's when it's more to be discussed. What is it that we need to do? Or do we just call it quits? These are the conversations that need to take place. So that's why we say conversation is so important. It's, it's, a, it's a big key to having a, a successful and effective relationship. We just oftentimes don't know where we go when it comes to the, the conversation. Where do I take this conversation? How do I take the conversation? And I know that both people need to be willing to have the conversation and discuss because you've got some people that they just don't want to talk about it. They're afraid to talk about it. So, I just want to talk about, I just want to give a suggestion. I love giving a suggestion when it comes to communication. I talk about oftentimes the, um, I call it the, the fetish fun jar, but this also comes in great with conversations as well for effective conversations. So this jar is a jar that you two together will write something down that you want to fulfill. It could be a sexual um, fantasy. Um, it could be going out somewhere. I want us to go out on a date at this place or whatever, or take this trip. Whatever the case may be, you can put it into this jar. So this won't be a fetish jar. This will be just a fun jar that you will put information in, and you will take turns picking one thing out and doing it, Okay. This is also good for conversation pieces. So if there is a conversation that you want to talk about, something you want to ask that you're scared to ask, write it down and put it in the jar. And then you'd be like, okay, let's, let's go to the jar and see what we got going on. We'll pull out of the jar. And you can take turns pulling something out and answering it or, or whatever. But it is, it is fun. I like to tell people to try that. Because it kind of, what it does is it helps to um, kind of release the tension because you're sitting there in your mind, you're like, what do I say? I don't know what to talk about first. 
But when you have that jar, you're pulling it, you're laughing, it kind of, it kind of just lightens up the, the load, the tension, if you will. Um, so I love it suggesting that. I don't know if you have any suggestions. I like that suggestion. Um, okay. I think that's a good suggestion. Do you have like, it? It sounds like, you know, it's like, it's you know, fun. it could be beneficial. It's, yeah. It, it is. I, I think that it's fun because, you, you you know, like I said, you start to laugh when you read some of the things that each other ask or, or want to know. Or you're like, oh, my God, did you really want to know that about me? Or did you think that about me, you know, or, or whatever the case may be. Like, fellas, you might want to ask her, have you ever been with a woman before? Or, you know, um, you know, that's kind of something I want to try. Like, are you willing to try that? And, and you know, and, and it's dropped in the jar. Now, she can say yay or nay. She can say no or that ain't happening, so don't even look over here with that. And she, she may surprise you and be like, okay, you want to explore that? Let's, let's do that. Let's, let's get that going. So you, you never know. So that's why it's good to throw them in the jar, talk about them, have that. It's a discussion piece. It should not lead to an argument. I always say if you are having a discussion and it is something that is heated or thank you, Queen Goddess Audrey, um, if it's something that's a heated discussion or something that you think is going to be a little tense, it should not be a conversation that is talked about in the bedroom. So I always say that um, those kind of conversations should be somewhere else outside of your sacred space. Um, I'm all about energy. I'm just that person. It's just about energy. So I always say try to keep your bedroom very, very positive. Um, sometimes when we get into heated discussions, and especially married couples, we tend to go into the bedroom because we want to be away from the kids. So we go in the bedroom or we go somewhere and close the door and we're arguing or whatever we're doing, and the thing that happens is that energy is left within that bedroom, in that sacred space. And I will promise you that what happens is it makes things very tense when it comes to sex. So your your sexual experience becomes a little eh, iffy, um, discomforting, because you have tension that starts to build up from that energy within your bedroom, like really. So it's always good to have loving conversations in the room, your hugs, your, your enjoyment in that space, keeping it pure, um, as pure as can be. So that, that yes, that is, what, that is where um, I'm coming in with that. I, we are getting ready to close out. I do not want to lose you, Audrey, so I'm just going to just test just this one just for a second, but we are getting ready to shut down in a minute. So that is um, my suggestion. When you are talking to your significant other, never say, I don't like it when. I always say the things that you love that your partner does to you and for you is what you should start with. I like it when you do this. I like it when you kiss me like this. I like when you talk to me this way. These are the things that should be put out because what happens is, then the person is coming to you saying, well, I like when you do this. And it also attracts wanting to do more of that. And that's what 
adds fuel into the relationship. When we start talking about, well, I don't like when you do this, what happens is a knee-jerk reaction. I'm going to want to come back at you and say what I don't like that you're doing to me. I'm going to want to defend myself. So if you are telling me something that, and you, I, Jade, I don't like when you do this. Okay, well, shit, I don't like when you do this. And it's, and all of a sudden it gets tension and it gets frustrating and everybody's arguing. You get so defensive. Why don't you make, put somebody, you get defensive. make somebody feel defensive, then it's, it's, it's going to go back and forth now. It's going to go, and, it's, and, it's, and then you're trying to figure out later on, have you ever done this? What the hell was we arguing for? Right. What causes were right? Yeah, exactly. What mm-hmm. caused that argument? Why are we not speaking? Because you might you don't even remember. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I know I'm mad at your ass. I don't know why, but damn it, I'm. Because <laughs> you said, and then you can't even remember exactly what that person said. So mm-hmm. yes, when you start talking about the things that each other love, um that draws in the energy to want to do more of that. I want to do more of that because I want you to feel good every time I do that. So you like when I do that? Okay, well, let me do more of it. Um, So, yeah, because we talked about this um, for um, we had a week, uh, what was it? I think it was was some type of sex something week or whatever we were talking about, and we had given some of the um, reasons for being positive and saying positive things when it comes to sex. Because we had a lot of people calling in that time, and they were saying, well, my partner doesn't like it when I do this. My partner doesn't like it. And what happens is then it's a reflection on the sexual experience being dwindled away to nothing. Because it's like, okay, well, if you don't like anything that I do, then it ain't no point in us doing it anymore. Like, what what is the point in us getting it on, you know? So yeah. that's why it's very important. I still see some of y'all online, so listen, if you want to call it, I'm a, I'm a, we're sitting here for five, five more minutes, and then we're going to close it out. Hit option one if you have a question or a comment. I want to give you that opportunity now. So if you have a question or a comment, you can hit option one and get in on this topic. We have a caller. I'm going to um, call out your last four digits. Seven nine four one seven nine four one. You're live on the air. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, what's up? It's me. How you doing, Jay? Bobby How G. You doing, Faye? All right. How's everything? Bobby G in the building. What's good? All right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm chilling. How's everything with you? Everything is good. Everything is good. So, have you heard some of the conversation a little bit? Uh no, not yet. I just I just chimed in. You know, I was like taking care of something, okay. but I'm in here now. So yeah, I didn't catch the topic. All right, Bobby G. So 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 tell me. So let let me ask you this. Um, so what were some of the things that I asked that I, I need to ask Bobby G. Um, we basically okay. talking about um. Oh, go ahead, Jay. No, I was gonna say. Um, so, okay, so let me just ask you, if you have been in a relationship before and your relationship is bad, you, you've been in a really, really bad relationship, had a bad experience, you've gotten into a new relationship, is there a chance that this woman can heal your broken heart and rebuild your trust? Yeah. 
Mm, that's a good question. Um, well, I, well, me personally, you know, I think that that's not her job or place to do. That's on you. Like, you have to fix that yourself. You know, you mm-hmm. can't rely on nobody to bring you happiness. You have to do it. You have to make yourself because, you know, if you rely on other people, you may be waiting for the rest of your life. So you have mm. to make yourself happy. So that's how I feel. I think you have to do that. But don't get me wrong, you know, a woman, a good woman in your life is definitely a plus, and that's a good look. You know, it's a good look. But I think you, a, per, a male or whoever, male, female, whoever, whatever the situation is, they have to do that for themselves. I think they have mm. to, you know, yeah, do that for themselves. And, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. All right, so um, I want y'all to look. Um, hey, I want I want to thank both of y'all. Thank you so much, Bobby Z, for ca- calling in and hanging out with us. Thank you. Even thank even you. in this last minute, you know, we got to get you yes. on with us one day. <laughs> All right, definitely. Yes. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll definitely, uh, we'll be back. I got the number. So. Oh, right. And what's All the right. name of the right. show again now? This is see, look, you calling into the show, don't even know the name of the show. Lord, it's Erotic Talk Radio. Erotic Talk. Okay. That's what yeah, mm-hmm. I had you know, you know, we talked the other day, you said it, but yeah. Okay, no problem, because this way I can go and find All it. Right. All right. Absolutely, cool. absolutely. Okay. All right. Yes. So um Tell everybody where they can find you at, um, Brother Tay. We are getting, we, as we get ready to wrap out of here. Um, so, it's real talk radio at gmail.com. It's like the quick, easy way as far as like contacting me. I mean, you can send me an email where you can find me at that email address on, on Facebook, um, Twitter as well, though I don't really use Twitter. And, um, you know, you can you can hit me up that way, but as far as like listening to the show itself, you can go to itsrealtalkradio.com and uh you can just scroll and check. We we got we've done over 300 shows. We're coming up on our fifth and uh, five year anniversary in May. Um mm. and we and every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern time and the topics change from week to week. We're like a we're like a roundtable discussion type of show. We just, we, uh, you never know what we're going to talk about from week to week. You just got to tune in to find out. So, yeah. Okay. That's cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Um, Bobby, you want to tell tell everybody where they can find you at, brother? Oh, oh, I'm, I'm um, usually with Tay. I'm usually um, chiming in with Tay and Nizzy on their show. Uh, we used to do um, a show before, you know, uh, NFL Weekly Wrap-Up, but we don't uh, – probably we're not doing that right now, but um, I usually chime in on the, uh, you know, Real Talk Radio with Tay. Okay. Yeah, right. Bobby's a regular. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> – but if you want to catch me, like, I'm also – all right, I'm also involved with the Screen Actors Guild. And I've been doing, like, um, you know, background and television and stuff like that. And also, uh, 
know, I've been behind. I've been do, dealing with an off-Broadway stage, off-Broadway play, a comedy, a comedy okay. play, com- you know, comedic stage play, similar to like a Tyler Perry uh, play, you know. Okay. So similar to okay. that, but, you know. So give them your Facebook or something where they can find you so they can follow you. Oh, you can find me on Facebook. Um, Robert, this is my name, Robert Sinclair on Facebook, you know, Face Robert Sinclair. So, okay. on Facebook, yeah. So, All catch right, me great, there. Great. some stuff. Yeah, and if you want to check, if you want to show I'm talking <clears throat> about, the comedic stage play is called Skillet and Booker. You know, Skillet and Booker. It's called uh, Matters of the Heart with Skillet and Booker, the actors. Okay, uh, Matters, Matters of the, of the Heart. heart. Yeah. Sounds great. Matters of the Heart, okay. yeah. Yeah, so you can check that out, too. Yeah, so. Sounds great. All right. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming and hanging out with me. I appreciate you. No, so yeah, I'll watch back and catch you early. I'll catch you from the beginning. Next That's time. okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get you back on. We're gonna do something for the brothers again, and we're gonna get get you back on with us. Yeah, gotta get you get you uh, Mother's Day coming up, huh? Got to get you for Mother's Day. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is coming All up. All right, y'all. It is coming yeah, up. Memorial Day, the holidays is coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So we are going to have some fun. We are going to have some fun. Yeah, everyone, we are getting ready to get out of here. We appreciate you, as always, for tuning in to Erotic Talk Radio, where we give it to you sweet and spicy. Um, check us out next Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for some more erotic talk and entertainment. If you want to find me, you can find me at sacredwombhealing.com. You can also check out our group page on Facebook, Erotic Talk Radio. If you are not in that group, you are missing out. Get into Erotic Talk Radio and join the topics that we have. Come in and share or ask your questions or whatever and let us um, help you and, and talk to you and just enjoy, just have fun with us. We'll be having some juicy discussions um, in that group. So Erotic Talk Radio is where it's at on Facebook. Um, also, you can find us, Erotic Talk Radio, on Twitter, where you can follow us for some of those erotic sex tips and juicy love tweets. As I always say, you can live life sexy, erotic, and seductive. And even though those words are recognized by many as a sexual form of expression, you don't have to have sex to get your sexy on. But if you are, just make sure you're being safe, having fun, and exploring your passionate desires. Thank you again, everyone, for tuning in. Good night. Yeah.
Get your 